0: all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugar-coated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, a.k.a. sex. Welcome to the Unchained. Hey guys and welcome back to another episode of the Unchained Sexcast. I'm Sierra and today I'm talking about something that I feel like doesn't have a lot of conversation around. I feel like this is something that isn't talked about very heavy at all. I was talking with someone and It just so happened to come up and I was just like, well, they could be asexual. And the person had really no idea what that term actually meant. So I'm like, well, there's an episode. So this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about what it's like to be asexual, what it means to be on the asexual spectrum and just give an idea of what people who are asexual might look like in a relationship or what a relationship might look like between someone who is asexual. This is something I feel like that comes up often because I'll have people who prefer themselves and would label themselves vanilla. Sometimes I have actually I've actually talked to a few people who were confused whether they were vanilla or possibly asexual. Asexual means that you have a lack of sexual attraction to anyone else, whether that's male, that's female. Maybe it is completely absent and you literally have no desire whatsoever for sexual activity or sexual attraction to any other person. Or maybe it's really low. Someone who's asexual might also be someone who struggled with their sexual orientation as in feeling like they didn't have a sexual orientation orientation. So someone who's been only introduced to the idea of heterosexuality, where it is a female and a male, a vulva owner, a penis owner, they might not feel connected to that at all. Being on the spectrum, a lot of these people, people who are asexual refer to themselves as ace or in the ace community, ACE, being asexual. People assume also that people who are asexual just are repulsed by sex and like disgusted and cannot exist within a sexual relationship and that is not true there are some people who are identifying who would identify as asexual but just have a very low sexual desire now this is where i feel like the lines gray a little bit because people who would consider themselves vanilla versus people who would just consider themselves as asexual so let's back up a second and talk about vanilla sex vanilla sex can look differently for everyone guys obviously like there is not a single time that you would have think of sex like leaves on a tree there is not a single leaf on that tree or any tree in the entire world that is going to be exactly the same not anywhere there's are you going to find two leaves that are the same sex and people are the same exact way You're never going to have a sexual experience that is a complete replica of a previous sexual experience. You're never going to find a person that is the exact same as another person. Whenever you hear something, I feel like this is a good reminder. And I I feel like in coaching, I'm, I'm reminded of this quite often. And I'm talking with people and some of my clients of this quite often. And that is if you feel like you are not getting the answer that you need, then keep looking. If you're like, okay, well, I took this course and I was presented with this option and this option, and I don't feel. Like, I'm really identifying with either of those things. We forget that sometimes as students, we have to take what is ours and leave the rest. I know me personally, I'm an overthinker and I just want to absorb everything. And so I learned many years ago that whenever I got overwhelmed and burnt out, I had to really take what was mine and really find what was mine and own it and leave what didn't serve me and leave what didn't align with me. Same thing whenever I would go to like business seminars, I would literally go and sit in a room all day for three days, eight hours a day, uh, hearing from world-class speakers and entrepreneurs and people who ran multi-million dollar businesses I would go and sit in a room and listen to these people and absorb everything and come home with a notebook chalked full and by the way yes I kept all those fucking notebooks all those years because that is like fucking education that you just can't get back I would take everything and I would be like I remember one time it was like my second or third time going to one of these massive business events I came home and I didn't even open up my notebook for like another six months I took all those notes and took everything but But the idea of going back through and, oh my gosh, I took so much. Where do I even start? I literally just procrastinated. I didn't touch it for six months. I learned (laughs) from then I learned because the next time I went to training before I even got home, While I was on the airplane, I made 10 things. I pulled 10 things from my notes that are like my 10 next steps of action. Like, what do I need to take from this? Whether that be a simple business task or a habit or a saying that really stuck with me, I would take 10 things and narrow all my notes down to just 10 simplified pieces. And I absorbed so fucking much more and was able to actually apply it to my business because I took what was mine and yes, everything that I, I'm a heavy note taker. When I take notes, I'm taking heavy notes because I don't want to miss a single thing, but, it can be really overwhelming and you don't need everything you don't need to repeat everything but maybe a one sentence or one phrase really stood out in three pages of notes and you just can't shake it pay attention to that shit. that's the things that you need you don't need all the rest okay it's there if you want to go back and reference it but really you just needed that one phrase or that one sentence said to you we forget Take what's yours and leave the fucking rest, especially whenever it comes to your sexuality and your turn ons relationships. I know I got sidetracked on business there for a while, but hopefully that gives you kind of an example of taking and owning what's yours and what you need. And your body always seems to know what you need. You know, kind of crazy. I will say as a person who's never been in touch with their body their entire life. And now in the past few years, having a very deep, intimate relationship with my body that's just growing I will say, my body is never wrong. You ever hear that saying? Your gut is never wrong. It's the same expression. We're just using two different words. Your body is never wrong. Your body knows and has muscle memory. It can tell you things that you can't fucking remember. When it comes to your orientation, your sexual orientation, and your turn ons, when you're finding things, and if you feel like, if you're listening to this and you feel like you've been in a spot where maybe you just haven't quite found what you're looking for yet, then keep looking. You're not broken. You don't need to be fixed. Maybe you just haven't found the answer. But I will say kudos to you because you're showing up on this podcast and podcasts and books and reading and listening is one way that you can grow yourself every single fucking day. People always come to me and are like, how have you had such crazy growth in the past few years? I started with doing something intentional every single day. That's it. That's all I fucking did. One of my things that I, and this is one thing that I will tell you, I have one of my favorite mindset podcasts. It's a motivational mindset coaching podcast. (laughs) Ha ha, go figure. You guys can kind of see that come through. Obviously, that's one of my favorite styles of podcasting. So I have my favorite person that I listen to. And one of my challenges was I was listening to something and it was along the lines of if you could picture yourself one year from today. So I am recording this. My computer says it is October 25th. I am recording this. If I could picture myself from one year from today, so next year on October 25th, where would I where would I be if I just added this one task in? So where would I be if I just added in one podcast episode every single day? These episodes are maybe 15, 20 minutes. Where could I be if I just listened to one motivational mental health supporting podcast every single day? Where would I be? And so I did that. I listened to this podcast damn near every single day single day for one year. I will say I went through a phase where it got down to like maybe once or twice a week. And then I picked back up almost every single day. And that's not the point. Of course, you're going to fucking fall off. You've got to have some incredible amount of will to do something every single fucking day. If you do, you have a willpower like no fucking other and you should praise yourself for it. But most of us, we're going to fucking fall off. We're eventually gonna fall off and that doesn't matter you're gonna fuck up that's the point fuck up get back on it and get started again so if this is coming to you today pay attention your body's telling you something maybe through this and you need to listen to it let's get back on the asexual spectrum Because so many people can sometimes confuse with being asexual with just vanilla, vanilla lifestyle, and I feel like vanilla sex is going to be this very simple form of sex. And like I said, it's going to be different for, we've already had the lesson that it's going to be different for everyone. Obviously, we know that, but... Whenever I think of vanilla sex, my version of vanilla sex would be a missionary style. The sex, the same sex almost every time. Um, You know, maybe you have the same pattern, like your partner kisses your neck and then they grab your boobs and then they take your undies off and then it's missionary. Like that is very vanilla sex to me. Somebody who is listening to this maybe might have just thought, oh, That's how we have it every time. That's how we do it most of the time. And I love it. And we both thrive. And we both have really deep, intimate connection. That is amazing. If that is you, then keep doing it. We flow in and out of our turn-ons, our libidos, our sex drive. We flow in and out of that. We're never going to be consistently on all the time. We're never going to consistently want the same thing all the time. I always tell people... Who have even felt like they've explored every kink and every sex toy out there you know i would have people who are like we've already bought every single toy you sell and i would literally laugh because one no you haven't and two isn't there always room for growth and expansion of intimacy don't you always want to be able to go deeper would you like to be closer to your partner would you like that stronger connection Most of the time, the answer to this question is going to be yes. And if you're like, no, Sierra, I don't want a stronger connection with my partner. I don't have any sexual desire at all. Maybe if you're leaning towards that, maybe you are asexual. But most of the time, we have room for expansion. We are creatures of evolution. We evolve in this life. I hate the word change. I wrote about this the other day because I'm like, I fucking hate the word change because change makes it seem really hard. You know, whenever somebody's like, I just wish they would change. (laughs) Rarely ever do they change, (laughs) first off. But do they evolve? Yes. If you stay with bad habits continually, chances are, no, you're never gonna change, but you're gonna evolve into a worse person than where you were five years ago. If you stay with good habits and developing a strong mindset. Change, yeah, you're going to see a little bit of shift. You're going to see a little bit of change, but you are going to evolve into a person with a stronger mindset, less self-sabotaging. So I really like to use the word evolve. And this is kind of where I feel like it fits into any relationship, whether you're asexual or not whether you are super fucking kinky, whether you are vanilla as fuck. If you are going to be in a partnership, there has to be room for evolution and growth within each other and if one person is shut off to the idea of growth and evolving, then it's not going to work. You have to have two or more willing people who are willing to evolve together, willing to grow, willing to explore sexually together, to explore themselves and find that comfort within their body, within their sexuality, within their turn-ons. You have to have two people who are willing to to do that whenever i see vanilla people who are like the ones who are like oh yeah i'm vanilla the only time i see people who boast about being vanilla are usually these types of people <laughs> people who are like, oh, nope, I'm I'm good. I'm good where I'm at. Yep, we have great sex and they're completely shut off to the idea of evolution. And usually this is for much deeper reasons. Usually this stems from shame within ourselves. Um, a lot of the time I see these types of people who just have enormous amount of shame around sex and maybe they were told that that masturbating is bad when they were younger and sex is bad. You shouldn't do it. That sticks with us through adulthood. If we never released that shame, we never pushed all that bull shit out, then we still have it. Our bodies are still holding it. People who are asexual can still evolve and grow with their partner. People who are vanilla Should still evolve and grow with their partner. Just because you consider yourself asexual, just because you consider yourself vanilla, does not mean that you should be shut down to the idea of evolving and exploring yourself, exploring pleasure with your partner. It's gonna look differently for every single person. Some asexual people have that low drive, so there's still some interest there. Some people have no drive whatsoever. There are some asexual couples and relationships that still have that romantic attraction. Sometimes they might have that romantic attraction, but not have the sexual attraction with it. And some people who identify as asexual will experience that sexual desire. Whenever some who are asexual experience a little bit of sexual desire. Usually it's under very specific circumstances or possibly on rare occasion or just way less often than others. It could look differently for everyone if you think you might be asexual or maybe you think your partner might be asexual. This is where therapists come in. This is where therapists and coaches positions come in that are so extremely helpful. Somebody who can actually help guide you in a safe environment. I have quite a few resources and referrals that I give. Anytime I ever have somebody that's beyond my skill, I'm gonna refer you to somebody who's a master in that. It's important to know you're not alone. And if you've been in a partnership where maybe your partner could be asexual or just have an extremely low sex drive, those are definitely two different things. Having a low sex drive and just dealing with it for years on end, that is something that's in your control. You can take action on that. You don't have to live like that. So maybe your partner just needs support to go to the doctor and see what's going on. See if there's something that can be done about their low sex drive. If you have any reason at all that you feel like this might be you or somebody that you know, like don't be afraid to speak up and just be like, hey, have you ever considered yourself asexual or have you ever heard of this term before? Disinterest in sex completely, that's definitely a sign. Sex just isn't arousing. So of course, one of the biggest signs of being asexual is just a huge, heavy disinterest in sex. It's not interesting to you. It's not arousing to you. You might not ever notice it. Maybe you just barely ever want to engage in it maybe you've tried sex before and you've only had sex a handful of times because there was just no arousal there you're like what is all this hype about like this has been hyped up my whole life you know we all hype up sex we live in a hyped up sex culture and you tried sex and you're like this just there's nothing here for me that's definitely a big sign also if you do not feel sexually attracted to others you know can you think of like a celebrity or someone you saw on tv where you were just like oh my gosh they are freaking gorgeous like i would just ride him i just want to be around this person they are just so gorgeous think of like a celebrity or someone famous that you are actually sexually attracted to a little bit further than just oh they're beautiful like damn i would bang them 10 out of 10 Those types of feelings. And maybe they're not as extreme as Sierra just said. (laughs) Another sign that you could be asexual is you've never had any crushes or you've never developed any crushes. So maybe you saw your friends and people around you always have crushes on people like cute little crushes or maybe a little bit deeper. Just someone you have a little bit of flirty with, emotional connection, a little eye contact with, you know, just the kind of crushes that kind of make your heart skip a little bit. If you've never had any crushes before and you've felt strange seeing your friends have them, that's another sign. So the last one I want to mention is definitely I feel like one... This could kind of be on the fence, but porn or erotic content does not stimulate you. Maybe you're watching a steamy ass scene in a movie and everyone around you is like, oh my gosh, this is hot. And you're just like eating your popcorn, chilling like nothing happened. Like you're like, okay, cool. Like, so maybe you've actually watched porn before and you've never really felt stimulated by hearing it or even watching it. It just doesn't do anything for you. I feel like sometimes people are just not interested in porn. Like they're just, it's a very low interest for them. That is different than watching porn, most people either visually or audibly hearing it are going to feel some type of arousal. And if you're one who does not feel arousal whatsoever, just watching a steamy scene in a movie or actually porn, then I would definitely look a little further into what it looks like being asexual. It does not matter how you sexually identify. It does not matter your orientation. All relationships and all partnerships are focused on communication and supporting each other's needs, making each other feel appreciated, making each other feel loved. You guys hear me say it all the time. You are deserving of loving and respectful relationships. You are deserving of that. If you've ever been in place in your life where you're like, or you have just put up with so much shit for so many fucking years, this is me telling you, you don't fucking deserve it. You deserve. A respectful relationship and you deserve the love that you give right back to you. If you feel like you have a if you feel like you have a low sex drive or you are on the asexual spectrum, and maybe this is something you're like, Sierra, you are preaching to the choir. I've been asexual for years, and it's so hard to talk about. This is one thing. If you feel like you do have a low drive or you are on the asexual spectrum, then be upfront with that whenever you are dating or you are seeking companionship or partnership. It really helps. and this is goes for anybody you have to know what you want before you can invite someone else in so it doesn't matter what your orientation is whenever you are looking to seek a partner in the world you have to know what that partnership looks like for you. Do you want a partner that is going to support you and you're going to get married and you're going to have kids? Do you just want a life partner and marriage doesn't really mean much to you? Making it legal isn't really a concern for you and you're really not sure about kids. Being upfront with where you are at is the only thing we can do. We cannot plan for the future. The future is going to change anyways, but what we can do is be upfront and honest with people on where we are at right now. And maybe you are on this low sex drive or asexuality journey and you're like it's really hard to talk about I completely understand but I want you to know that different does not mean deficit just because you feel differently than other people doesn't mean that you're defective and it doesn't mean that you're deficit or lacking anything. Everyone's relationships are going to look differently, no matter the sexual orientation. If you're in a relationship and you are at your complete opposite ends, then it's important to have the conversation. Each member of the relationship can then make an informed decision and move forward with the relationship or not. I think there's so much pressure around being together forever and happily ever after, and something I talked about the other day that was just like, let's just make so much sense but we will say goodbye to each other at one point for the last time you will say goodbye to everyone you know at some point in your life everyone that you know you will say goodbye to and some of those goodbyes are going to be a lot sooner than others some of them might be a little later some of them might be bye for now and hi later you don't know but we will eventually break up with or leave every person that we are with all you can do is be your authentic true self and Find yourself so that you know how to express yourself to others. You can find that real connection, that connection that literally gives you so much fucking fulfillment that connection that gives you a different quality of life definitely went a little over on this episode but i hope this helps and shedding a new light on asexuality on villain lifestyle on how you can function in a relationship no matter your sexual orientation it does not matter you deserve loving respectful relationships period Thank you so much for listening to the unchained sex cast for more please follow us on instagram under the unchained sex cast